Welcome, all you splendid, studious spectators out there, for another thrill-seeking episode of Political Talks on Planet Zero. My name is Eric von Struzenhauser, and tonight is my very special guest, Dr. Christian Wimbledon Theodore Riceroy. Now, Dr. Rice, can I call you that, if that's okay? Um, do you believe that the rock monsters on Zeta Gamma 12 are justified in raising their tariffs on imports? Or do you think the tentacle mu- mutants on Smegma 9 should pull through on their embargo threat? I, I think we're going to have to... Um, I think we're gonna have to cut All right. real quick because we have a, I, you're in the wrong, I don't, there is, there's no politics here. Excuse me, what are you trying, what are you trying you're to say, Dr. The, Rice? I think, I think you're on the wrong plane of exit. What are you, this, this is political talk, so I'm no, planet no, no, zero. No, 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 What kind of, what, describe planet zero to me. In planet your zero? Universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this, in this universe? In, yeah. What are you familiar with planet Oh, it's zero? a desolate planet where we can talk whatever we want because there's, because we don't have any galactic republic looking down on us. Is there a train? Is there a train? Yes, there is a train. Mm-hmm. No, there's no politics here. Oh, excuse me. I, I think I forgot to, to turn vote? on my uh, my anti-parallel universe when we came into orbit. Yeah, I think you're I think <laughs> you're synced to the wrong thing. There, hey, oh, Eric, oh, hey, whoa, where that you was been? where? Well, well, that was weird. Where um, you been? Where's that consciousness been? Um, you got to stop fiddling think, with that thing. I think it was Garf. I think I was reading Garfield strips, comic strips in the other universe. It, well, that's the last thing I remembered. But anyway, are like we, I was are we... reading Gar. The other version of you from a parallel universe was reading Garfield before he came here and said what he said to me. He put a Vaughn in his name. Oh, uh, that guy. That guy. Is he a big Garfield guy? No. All right, I'm lost on how that thing works. You gotta. We gotta take that back to the Galactic Pawn Shop. We got it from. Okay. I don't trust it. Yeah, and then we can buy more comics. Yeah, that's true. Welcome. Hey guys, to um, another, I guess like another episode of Planet Zero, a book club from Planet Zero. Welcome to the table. <laughs> Welcome to the book club. If you're reading along, I don't know how we are doing a very bad job of giving you guidelines on how to do that. Uh, we'll do better at that. This is my. This is my. Because uh, th- today we're going to talk about some One Piece. Yeah. And some. For, we're going to go. We're going to pick back up on Fourth World. Yeah. Welcome back to my. This is my special guest, Christian. I'm not a guest. I've been here since. Episode zero. He's a big One Piece guy and a Fourth World guy. Those are both true, but don't. I mean, I've been here for the last eight episodes, Derek. Don't introduce me like I'm new. <laughs> <laughs> don't. <laughs> okay. Stop. <laughs> I've been here, man. I'm on I, Thriller I, Bark. I, I, That's fifty. I've I've actually wanna... surpassed Thriller Bark. I'm. You read a lot about one. You let a, you read a lot of One Piece right now. Do you want to save it to the end and talk about these other comics, or do you want to get them all out, all that One Piece shit out right now? Don't I don't 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 talk. Don't call it shit. It's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. Art. <laughs> it's storytelling. It is good. I, you did me, read, you did read the best. Tear up. You're reading peak One Piece right now. This is to me, in my opinion. Other people might say something else, but this is good. One Piece. We also both saw 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh, volume 3. Oh, yes. The newest movie in the DCEU, of we, course. We can talk about that with no spoilers. And then maybe at the next episode, we can talk about it with spoilers. Yes. Just to give people a chance. Yeah, give you a little you know breathing room to watch it. Because it's still out right now, I, I think, by the time we're recording this. It's out now, and it should be out still, because it just came out. Dude, can you believe freaking James Gunn? What about him? All his religious allegories uh, in the movies. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. It just made me cry like three times. Yeah, I counted. Yeah, it was weird of you. I kept, I, I, I kept looking to see if anyone was noticing the tears streamed down my face, and you were staring directly at me like seventy percent of the Dude, time. Dude, when I am I ever going to see you cry? I can never, I can never see you cry unless we're watching true. James Gunn movies. That is true. That is true. James Gunn movies are the only thing that really can affect me in that yeah, way. Yeah, when we were watching Scooby Doo. Dude, I cried during both of those <laughs> movies. You're you're absolutely right. Those are sad movies. Since we're on the topic about it, do you want to talk about the, the movie real quick? Non um, non spoiler. Um, what else are we going to talk about potentially? We should get everything that oh, we might talk about. Well, by the way, I also um, oh yeah, we talk. We're going to talk about Fourth World, our last book in Fourth World. We got to wrap that up. The Forever People. Um, I just finished reading. Mr. Miracle, the next... The follow-up from yeah, the, the Jack Kirby series? Mm-hmm. The couple years after he was finished with it, this is the continuation. By and Stephen Englehart. I'm, I'm going to let Christian borrow it. going to give him a, just a few thoughts about it real quick. Just let you all know what I'm thinking about Mr. Miracle and all that. And uh, maybe if we have time, um, Superwoman. And uh, also I might talk a little bit about... Superwoman, um, Girl of Tomorrow. Woman of Tomorrow. I also might talk about um, Justice League International with you. Oh, and oh, maybe because yeah. you have that omnibus, I do. So I wouldn't have to let you borrow anything. I just have to be like, dude, start reading this because it's hilarious. Wow, so it's forceful. really good. I mean, look, man, take it at your own pace. But what now that we have everything I laid out on the table, where would you like to start? Well, I'm gonna hand you, um, Mister Miracle. Okay. I this this book. I want to let you know, Mister mm-hmm. Miracle has always been a good character to me. But this is this is the I think I really like Mister Miracle now. This, yeah, yeah. This I, sells you on him. This really like the other books are fun and all that. He's he's but this he went up a lot in you know boy points for me. He in goes, boy points. Yeah, okay. this man. Um, what Jack Kirby laid Jack Kirby laid out the foundation. Steve Englehart, um, the, the next writer, he really laid down uh, character arcs for um Mister Miracle because it really dives into who he is as a character. <laughs> Because, you know, he's like multiple things. Yeah. He's a new god. He's a prince. He's a skate artist, a superhero, uh, a man who has to pay more his own mortgage, too. You know, you forget about that. He's a husband. He, he has to look after a little a little, uh, a little old dude. He doesn't have to look after Oberyn. <laughs> yes, he does. No, he doesn't. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. If anything, is... Oberyn's life would be better without <laughs> Scott in it. Scott <laughs> he... fucks with him a lot. He definitely would have, like, less heart attacks. He would, he would have way less stress in his life if Scott <laughs> was not in his life. So, yeah, that that's all I got. Um, if you're a Mr. Miracle fan, try to look out for the Steve Englehart issues. Because um, this really... This really uh, Takes, takes yeah hits, Gerber. really takes a look at the character really well um that's oh, yeah and Steve Gerber. i was i was peeking at it and it starts with brave and the bold by batman and they go on some yeah. like um those are fine it's when they get back to the mr miracle yeah I'm, I, but right? i like took a peek because i was like god how long is this brave and the bold thing gonna go on and it's, it's like, like three issues it's like 64 pages yeah and i'm like oh but okay. it's, it's, it's fine it's you know you see batman i'm almost through it i'm pretty much almost through it from what i read um at your place the other day but like I, I'm I'm excited for it because I love Mister Miracle and he's mm-hmm. in Justice League International. Um, oh yeah, and he is, he's a lot of fun there too because he's he's just kind of he's like 
I'm only like four or five issues deep, so he's not like super predominant. Um, but the moments with him are fun. Like when he first shows up to the headquarters of the Justice League via boom tube with Oberon. <laughs> with Oberon. And he's like, I'm here to join the Justice League. Why and is Oberon at the Justice League well, tower? Because Scott's like, I don't know about joining the Justice League. And then Oberon's like, nah, Scott, it's going to be great for the show. Like imagine <laughs> putting Justice League member on the billboard. The ticket sales will go wild. The, and then, Scott, the ticket sales, Scott. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then Scott's like, I, I guess so, Oberon. <laughs> he's just doing it for the I, cloud. I guess so, man. I don't know. All right. You're my, I guess you're my manager. I think <laughs> I let you. He, he introduced because he's like, "Hi, I'm Mr. Miracle. I was invited to join the Justice League." And the Overin's like, "And I'm his manager." That's so funny. They don't need him. <laughs> they don't need him. But he's but, and he, actually, and he no, chokes out. He chokes it because fucking Guy Gardner's being a prick, and he and he, he Overin puts him in a little headlock. Oh, I thought he was gonna be mean to Overin. He was. Yeah, but that's why Overin put him in a headlock. Nice. It was Dude, awesome. a Green Lant a, a trained Green Lantern. Is able to get a guy in it, get him. In it, no, Oberyn yeah, Oberyn's Oberyn, able to get a trained Green Lantern in the headlock. headlock they, and tra- yeah. you know what? Saying a trained Green Lantern is a stretch for Guy Gardner. Really? We'll take it. Okay, I can't wait to read it. Honestly, I hate I st- Guy Gardner. This book makes me hate Guy Gardner. For those who don't know, uh, Justice League International is a book about Justice Justice League members that aren't who you typically think of when you think Justice it's, League. Um, like, it's a post-crisis event Justice League team formed by Batman to try and, like, revitalize the team because they're necessary. It takes place in the 80s, um, and it's, like, Batman. The, the initial team that shows up is Batman, Black Canary, Dr. Fate, Guy Gardner, Green Lantern, um, Blue Beetle. Um, Ted Cord, Ted yeah. Cord, Blue Beetle, yeah. Um, who else is there? Booster Gold. Not Booster Gold. Mr. Miracle is there, though, and Shazam. Big Barda? No. Okay. Um, that's the team to start, and then Dr. Light and Booster Gold join within the first five issues. I think Not Dr. the evil Dr. Light. No, the... the um, God. The female. The, the, yeah, the lady version of Dr. Light. I forget her name. But um, she's, she joins the team briefly. You think um, she regrets taking that name after a certain crisis? No, I, you know, I don't even know this. I think this is before that. This is before that continuity. So this is like, it is a different, it is a different continuity. Yes. Yeah. So it's a couple of crises away. You guys know what crisis I'm thinking about. If you know, if you're a Dr. Light, um, guy out there, if you know, you know, (laughs) if you know, you're in the know, you know? Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to read this Mr. Miracle to see what his, cause this, I think the Justice League International stuff clearly happens after this and after he returns oh, to yeah. Earth. This is the seventies. So, yeah. So this quick question, light spoiler, does he return to Earth by the end of this book? Yeah. Yeah. So he, I think he returns. Yeah, actually, to, I think, they, they just explain it actually the, the beginning of the, the first couple of shoes of Mr. Miracle. Okay. Like why he goes back. Fair enough. Okay, cool. All right, so that's... Because I'm interested to see how he gets on the Justice League. Oh, I can't wait. Because he's on the Justice League. It's a good book. Here you go. Just take it. Okay, cool. While we're on the subject of DC and Mr. Miracle and Jack Kirby creations, let's talk the Forever People. Oh, the Forever People. The conclusion. The uh, part four conclusion of uh, of our dip into fourth world. All right, rank them. Rank them? Rank them. <laughs> okay, the Forever People? Let me tell you something, Christian. Let me tell you about mm-hmm. audience. These guys are kind of freaking lame. <laughs> like, they ain't no Newsboy Legion. They ain't no Orion Gang, all right? They're, um, they're, you know, but they're, 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 they're tolerable. You know, I, I can, I can deal with them. They're not that bad. Uh, compared, compared to, like, most, you know, teams out there. Of rand- of, the Forever uh, People are yeah. five of the closest friends from <laughs> New Genesis who come together to fight alongside all 
peace-loving creatures in this war against Darkseid and the anti-life equation. And Eric's talking like they're a couple of regular chumps. All right, you want me to rank them? Okay, rank them. From worst member to my favorite member, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mark Moonrider, the leader. What a lame nerd punk. His name's Mark. Mark Moonrider. What the frick loser? No offense to any of our fans named Mark. Mark, actually, we have a very close fan named Mark. We love you. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you, no, no, I don't like Moonrider. Mr. Moonrider. Mark, like... Mo- but he's a new god, too. Like, what kind of, like, he's Mark Moonrider? So, I mean, he's also... Uh, Sounds like a jazz musician <laughs> stage o- name. He's always talking down Beautiful Dreamer or, like, treating her like a daint leaf, like, flower or whatever. It's it's You're a terrible leader. And four? Hmm? And number four? Mm, that's hard. Okay, because, actually, I know I'm being hard on them, but... Number four. The other characters are pretty cool. You just hate Mark Moonrider? <laughs> All right. No, no. Okay. It's it's hard. To, it's hard. Okay. Number one. Can I just skip the number one? Because no, I know my number no, no, one. No. You got to do four. Damn it. You, got, you did. Fine. You Beautiful committed. Dreamer. Oh, I knew it was coming. <laughs> She's hot, but... And she has... She's hot, but... but yeah, damn it. But, no... I take it back because her power is her powers to make illusions actually come They're in. They're cool as shit. And they, they actually come, in come handy out they all o- the time. I always forget she's there until exactly. like Mark Moon, where I was like, "Haha, it's she, actually beautiful dreamer's illusion." It's like Mark, why do you always gotta talk for her? She can say that I have illusion powers without you. You freaking nut. Yeah. Anyway, um, number next? three, Seraphin, that little dweeb, the cowboy, the cowboy. He's a fan of Earth cowboy movies, so, so he, he dresses has, like a cowboy. He has a cowboy. cowboy hat. Now I will say he he at first he did have a pretty good power because. What's cool about new guys is that each of them have like devices that you know make them their own thing. What is Mark's Mark Moonrider? Uh, he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a weapon per se. He just has the power to like make big energy blasts with his hands. All right, yeah. Let's move on back to Seraphim. So Seraphim, he has like a gadget, kind of like how um, stupid as Mo- um, Mo- uh, Metron has the Mobius chair yeah. and um, Orion has the the Astro Force scooter. Yeah. Well. Seraphin has these cartridges on the rims of his hat. They look like bullets from like like bullets. a Western cowboy hat. But when he first used them, it, it sounded like, okay, he can fix any break, broken mechanical Technology, object with yeah. it. You know, just put the little capsule in there, and then, like, there was, like, a TV with nothing inside it, like a broken TV, and he fixed it. No tubes. But, but now it apparently can do everything else. Yeah. Like, all right, now later on, force oh, it, can, field. it can make a force field, and it can make this thing work. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. It's open-ended. But he does have a... We can get to it later, but we can get to him later some mm-hmm. more. Number number two, um, Viking. No, this is this would be is it? Oh, this yeah, is number Mark, two. So okay, Mark Moonrider, beautiful dreamer, Seraphin. Now Viking the Black. Viking the All Black. Right. He's yeah. cool just because he carries the mother box around. The big mother box. Thing is about the thing is about new gods is that each of them always carry like their own personal like mother box. No, the Forever People they have one singular mother box, like bigger than normal mother boxes, and Viking was always carrying it and like talking about like the mother box is speaking to us. Everyone, shut up! That's because he has the helmet that allows him to commune mm, with the mother right. box. Yeah, and he has the power of mag- magnetism that he does twice. He has that too. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> you forgot about that's that. why he's lower on the list for me. But no, he's only cool because he has the mother box, and the mother box is actually a cool character. Make that okay. Never mind. Number two, no, the mother no, no, no. box. The mother box is his own character. Right remember when, Viking. Remember shift when, everyone down one. Remember when all the mother? Remember when all the forever people were tra- trapped? So mm. the mother box teleported to get Sunny Sumo to rescue them. Oh my God! Yes, yes, I do. Yes, you're correct. So hats off for the okay. mother box for introducing us to the brilliant. Hold on, where would you put Jack Sunny? Kirby character? Sunny, he's number one. If he's part of the forever people, I put him as number one. Okay, okay. And number one's Big Bear. 
if yeah. for real talk. Big Bear, Big Bear he Bear. does have the most quirks out of all the um, okay. forever people. I like how he's. Uh, we find out that he's a history buff. Like he <laughs> studied Earth that. history. I love that dude. When he was like, when they got traveled, like when they got pushed back through time, mm-hmm. and he like showed up at like the pulling at the Rome pulling out of uh, England. Yeah, and he was like. This is such a historical event. Yeah, there were like, some Britons who this, were trying to attack yeah, them. They're like, hey, you going to help us out there, big guy? He's he like, hold like, on, hold on. He was like, no, no, no. Do you not understand the historical significance of this event that we are witnessing? He he, for, he, he, he took, just he, beat them all up. He completely forgets, like, cares that he got transported during their time. He's separated from his friends. And then these guys are telling him to fight. He gra- I remember he grabs their weapons, chugs them at a tree so they can't pull yeah. it out. And then he picks up a boulder and sits it down and, get, and climbs on top so he can watch the... The this, troops, this, yeah, this beautiful out, yeah. picture that Jack Kirby wrote of like um, Roman troops marching, and he's, it's funny. It's the fact that Big Bear is into that shit. I just, I just love it because when everyone comes back, they're like, "We had a horrible experience," oh, yeah. and Big Bear's like, "I had a nice time. It was a good, that was a good trip. I had a fun time. It was a cool, it was a cool experience to be able to do that." Uh, okay, my ranking. Oh, I'm sorry, I went on a big rant there. No, it's okay. That's right. Um, it is Mark Moonwriter at the bottom because he's Thank so you. not. Thank you. He's just he, what a nerd. I love Jack Kirby. However, Mark Moonwriter, a lot of panels, he is just light ray, but a he different looks color. Like, yeah, he's just light ray, but a different repainted color. light ray. He's ray, repainted. He does a lot of light ray faces, <laughs> and he has like the same helmet, and it's just like this is just light ray, but a different palette. He's not cool, and he doesn't fly. Like, he has a different you like th- like he has a completely different uniform. Don't get me wrong, but like his helmet and his face and, and his hair, hair it's yeah. all just light ray, but. Instead of like white and blonde hair, it's orange and black hair. Like it's it's just light ray. Um, and he's a freaking doofus. Next, it's gonna be it's gonna be Viking because he only because for me he's just the guy with the mother box. No, <laughs> he's just the guy with. The, he's that's like a, that's the thing about new guys though they they worship the source that their mother box is connected to. That's fair. So he's like the he's like the priest. Yeah, but like he can only do it with the helmet. <laughs> okay, yeah. If he lose, because there's one point he doesn't have the helmet, and he's like, I can't talk to Mother Box. He's so and they're sad. Like, Viking, that's like the one thing we count on you for. Because <laughs> you never use your magnetism shit. So, yeah. Um, then it's Beautiful Dreamer. Okay. Then it, it's Beautiful Dreamer because she's she's hot. Well, I was gonna say she has a really cool power, and she gets the getting yeah. out of a bind a lot. Um, okay, I changed my mind. I put I put Beautiful Dreamer at three and put Seraphin down. Okay, um, Seraphin's number two. Okay, I, I, I can understand. I, can I think understand. it's funny I, that there's an alien who loves cowboy westerns so much that he models himself after a cowboy <laughs> and comes to Earth. And even his like alien ability is modeled. Like he's like the bullets on my hat are actually like these things that commune with the universe. Cosmic cartridges. Car- that's what he calls it. Cosmic cartridges. Oh, um, I love how they all have. I also like, like that Darkseid leaves him alive. Oh, that part. We can get yeah, into that later. That part was actually pretty that's badass. Funny as shit. We'll get, yeah, that's what I was saying. We'll get to. He that also later. has the, like whenever like the gang is in a bind and forever people Seraphin always get like. He's not particularly strong. He's the youngest of the bunch, I think. And also he's the weakest of the bunch. And like, he just is always getting in the worst situations. And it's, he's almost like a Krillin character for me. And I, was <laughs> oh my very, God. I, I love never, Krillin you know, a lot. I never thought about it you like know, that. Because he's like, he has, like Krillin has Destructo Disc and like Solar Flare. Like those are cool. I don't even think that's Krillin's, but, um, but that, those are like cool moves. And uh, like, he's not particularly strong, but other characters who are stronger than him emulate his moves because there's something there. And that's Seraphim. <laughs> okay. Seraphim's, okay. You, you got, you, he's, He's kind of cool. Number one is Big, Big Bear. Bear. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I like, like I like Big Bear because he enacts violence 
under the pretense of non-violence. <laughs> he's like, like, he'll, oh, like no. he'll like push someone like way too fucking hard and be like, calm down, chum. <laughs> and he'll, he'll, like, like, oops. he'll like kick someone and be like, oops, didn't see you there. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought I was going to hate him the most just because he's the big guy. And no, he's so much stuff. fucking but fun. He's, he is so much fun. He's ridiculous um, looking I, too. I don't want to go through the story like we usually do, you know, just so we mm-hmm. can get through the, you get the one piece faster, but we should talk about certain points like the fact when, well, let's talk about dark side. Cause dark side, surprisingly, that's the whole thing. Yeah. So, I, so again, dark this, sides after the anti-life equation. equation, like he always is, he's got and, a boner for that. And well, he tries to get it out of beautiful dreamers head, which causes her boys to come squad, rescue her. Yeah. Come the, rescue that's her. That's the beginning homies. arc. Yep. And, um, they just show up and make a scene <gasps> on oh, earth. That was so funny. Like Infinity Man, when they formed together as Infinity Man, and he oh, met and Superman, oh and he's and Infinity Man's giving down like the breakdown. He's like, "Where are you, Dark Side? Where are you, menace to society in the universe?" And then the cuts the next panel is literally Dark Side in the background going, "I'm over here. Stop shouting." <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> yeah, that? He, he's like, "Yeah, I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> fucking the, here. The biggest baddie in the DC universe is relax. just there. He's all like." I'm, over here. I'm over here. right here. He's not the biggest baddie yet. He's getting there. Well, yeah, this is this is how I this like is the, origin. I, speaking of Superman, I like in the very beginning where he meets the Forever People, and they're like, yeah, we come from Supertown. And he's like, Supertown? You mean there might be more people like me? And they're like, yeah, we'll leave the boom tube open. Go yeah, visit. Yeah, man, go. It's a one-way trip because we got a thing to deal with, but when we get back, we can take you back, and surely High Father will help you in whatever <laughs> quest. And Superman like goes to that portal and like looks at it, and it's like, I could be with my people again. I got shit to do. <laughs> yeah. I really thought he was going to go in there. He like really, yeah. he makes a lot well, of moves towards it. Like he's about to just abandon Earth. He eventually does I'm visit sure he there. Does, no, no, yeah. in, the, in the Superman Pals, Jimmy Olsen, there's a whole like comic yeah, yeah, issue he, where yeah, he does he, eventually visit. Yeah, but this is this is after that. Yeah, this, well, this is before this actually. This Oh, this is yeah. like a prequel? I just found out that Forever People came out, it was the first, not counting Jimmy Olsen, this is the first, the first issue of Forever People is the first uh, Forever, per, um, Fourth World book. Oh yeah, so yeah. For all of you who don't know, um, we Why say is it at the back of the book we talk about um, these are in book orders, like book one, book two. But really, these are like four different comic series that were going on that Jack Kirby was writing and drawing at the same time. That's why he's the king of comics. That's why <laughs> he's the reason he's he's became king of comics. Um, I heard that he did fifteen pages a week. Yeah, like, that's insane. He fucking crushed it. Freaking dude. Oda wishes. Most mangaka wishes they could be like that. That is insane amount of work, and it's good. I mean, well, at least the drawings. I like the drawings are really good. That's a great. That's a great um, picture right there. Glorious Godfrey. He makes an appearance. So yeah, I was about to say there is surprisingly a lot of, of dark side in this issue of a fourth world and Assad. Yeah, and Assad, dude. There, because like, also Mantis. Because back in um, New God's book, yeah. like. Um, Darkseid makes uh, like small appearances here and there whenever it's important. But here, it's like Desaad and Darkseid are like recurring characters. They're always around uh, pushing the story along. And that's I think that's what makes Forever People such a good read because this is like the origin of Darkseid, how yeah. he is as a villain yeah. with, D- with Desaad and all that. And the, and the Earth is the battleground of the, the war between New Genesis this and is, Apocalypse. Yeah, this is what I was expecting out of the New Gods book. Like what Orion? Because mm-hmm. I thought... Because that's a good book, but it's mostly Orion doing... It's, yeah, it's more of a personal story about Orion. Like, and, yeah, a villain of the week kind of thing. Is. Yeah. Well, this one's a forever people are actually looking for the anti-life equation that, you know, everyone's been talking about since, you know, New Gods. 
You don't want to go through the storyline of this because I, I would. This is a. This is. We a, got time. We need it. We need. We shouldn't. We shouldn't waste time on each, uh, on each little scene. No, but like it's so much fun. This entire book is. Remember when <sighs> he right, pretended did, to be a bad? He pretended to be a oh different kind God. of bad guy. Dark side. Dark side <laughs> he, he's, he's Scooby. He's Scooby Doo unmasked himself. He's a. Uh, he's the. Uh, he become. He pretends to be a cult leader on Earth just so he can get the anti life equation. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not even here to fight you, and he starts serving oh, books. I, can we talk about Sonny Sumo real quick? Yeah, we can talk about Sonny Sumo. Dude, I didn't know. Can you believe how that 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 was like the first person in the DC he comics the, to have the anti life equation? He, he had the anti life equation in his head, this, and, he, and he used it only for good. I know, and then the most honorable that's man. What, and he got, and they all got transposed or like trans, like shot into different parts of time and space. Sonny Sumo just decided to live in feudal Japan as a warrior for the rest of his life. Mm. Remember, because they go and get everyone, and they're like, they go to get Sonny. And the guy's like, oh, you mean the legendary warrior? He's dead. Yeah, he's dead. He died fighting. He loved his life. And they were like, good. <laughs> good. That's, what's weird, because like Darkseid was wanting the anti-life equation, so I don't know why he send Sonny Sumo yeah, back Dark in Side time. Doesn't, yeah, Darkseid doesn't really make a lot of sense. But it's okay, books. because next couple issues, they find another person with the anti-life equation. He keeps finding them. Billion then, dollar banks. Jesus Christ, million dollar banks. I need Billion. Billion dollar oh, banks. I need pop for this guy. Bates. Billion dollar Bates. <laughs> no, we don't have to talk. go too into this guy. He's just a guy with the anti-life equation, and he makes all this money because of he can control people. Remember um, remember when they got like put back in time, and Viking the Black was like looking for the Fountain of Youth? Oh, yeah, and with the, the and Spaniards. The, and Ponce de Leon kept calling him Black. Oh. And Viking was like, you can call me Viking, like... <laughs> it is it is Viking the black, but please, like you, it feel just call me you call me Viking. Yeah, like I have a name. All right, I mean, I mean the black part is my. It's name, weird basically. that you're you're calling me my name, but you didn't know my name. I don't like that because <laughs> he's an alien. He, 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 yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, well, I don't know if he studied his Earth, but I don't know if he knows racism on Earth. So maybe you know who does? Big Bear probably Big Bear yeah. does. Big Bear would explain it to he him. He probably would have warned him. <laughs> Yeah, maybe Motherbox could tell him about it. Oh, he didn't have Motherbox at the time. That's true. He was trapped in space, in time. Mm-hmm. Trapped. Well, at least, in. but at least they treated him. They least they treated him nice because he knew how to find the gold. And uh, like Seraphim, like talking about, like going back to Seraphim, like when the gang gets got by. Oh yeah, I want to talk about. It. Go ahead. What Gilbert? What's his name? Uh, what the the guy who like put Seraphim in the thing? Like they, he gets captured by that guy who runs. Um, Torture Land or Happy Land. Desaad, they, get, yeah. they get trapped in ha- Desaad's Happy Land, and fucking, um, they all get their like special little like punishments, punishments, or and like little hell treatment. S- Seraphins is to sit in front of a TV screen showing Viking the Black's head popping out of a roller coaster, and he has to kick a pedal to send Viking's chair downward to dodge the roller coaster. That's his hell, yeah. So if he ever stops kicking that pedal, Viking will get decapitated. <sighs> Poor Viking. Poor, <laughs> poor, poor, poor Seraphim. Because like he like when they find him, he's like, My legs are real tired. <laughs> Guys, my legs. Yeah. Guys, I don't know how much I can kick this pedal anymore. Then they're let's turn into Infinity Man. <laughs> Infinity Man is this man who they all they yell Taru. Yeah, they get them they get the crowd around the mother box, they put mm. their hands on it, and then the mother box floats in their little you know, circle jerk circle. Yep. And then they say, Come on, me and you, Christian. Taru. Taru. Oh, that was terrible. That did hurt a Taru. little bit. <laughs> but then they form into this being called the Infinity Man, who is a being who exists beyond the. Christian say, I think, I think you know how to, how to what, what he says when he comes to new existence. He's like, so like, so they have this contract with this being, and he comes in, and he's like, 
The forever people have summoned me. Their experiences are my, my experiences. experiences. Their memories mine. Their goals align with mine. <laughs> and then he just does whatever they need to do. So like one time they summon him purely to whoop Darkseid's ass. And he shows up and he's like, time to whoop Darkseid's ass. And then he like starts throwing hands at Darkseid. And Darkseid's like, fuck, this is hard. And <laughs> oh, Infinity Man. <laughs> Infinity Man's tough. I don't want to fight this guy. This shit, this shit sucks. He's so that's why I Captain think Planet. I think he should be yes I think he should be in Injustice Three. <sighs> Talking about Injustice Three again, Christian. I think he should be in it. Yeah, there is a lot of good characters in this. That'd be fun if if all the Forever People came out and walked out they're, and like talked some shit and then turned into the Infinity Man and then Infinity turned. Man talked some shit. Their experiences are, are my experiences. experiences. Their memories. Their are enemies are mine. <laughs> I fight for them. Going back to that Dark Side fight when we. Apparently, the first canonical time we see the Omega Beams, mm. where you know, this, if y'all if y'all who don't know Darkseid, he has these things called Omega Beams that mm. he shoots out his fucking eyes. They yeah. go, psh, psh, psh. so they seeing, zigzag all over the yeah, place, but they never miss. They never miss. They just eliminating the Forever People one by one. Dude, that was fucking terrifying. Oh my god, dude! And then. Seraphin was the last one alive. Yeah, he, he, he eliminates it, them one by one. And Desaad's all like, "Get him, Darkseid! Get the last of them all!" And Darkseid's all like, "No, no. I take I'm relishing in Seraphin's loneliness and despair. <laughs> I'm gonna leave him be." Like, damn, Darkseid. Darkseid's like, "No, a fate worse than death is living, knowing he could not save his friends." And Desaad's like, "Holy fucking shit! That's dark. Does that sound that's familiar? Fucking dark. Does that sound familiar to you? Why?" In one piece, in one piece, I don't know if you got what part. You, you you got to that part. What part? You read Sabati, right? Yeah. You know what part I'm talking about? When you know, like how Seraphim was all left alone, kind of like another person we know. Anyway, any any other thoughts you have on Forever People? <laughs> Big Bear's the best, and you're underrated, Seraphim. I know. I'm sorry. That's no, okay. You're right. You're probably right. That's no, all right. But he is a little dweeb. No, but he, d- he does he does prove himself. Um, at the and end. you've read you've read No Moon Knight since we last talked. Audience members, I want to confess that I have been slacking on That's my okay. Moon Knight. I've been slacking on Saga. You've been reading Saga here. I have been reading Saga, just like our uh, guest Clay Clay told us about it. Exactly. I can't wait to have him back so we can talk about it. I can't wait to have him back so I, I, I can read it. <laughs> All right. One Piece? Let's talk about One Piece. All right. I love One Piece. All right. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to talk so about it. What, what books However, did you brought here? I brought 45 through 50, volumes 45 through 50, which is the end of Ennis Lobby, which I think we still need to talk about a little bit. Post Ennis Lobby. Post Ennis yes. Lobby. Um, thriller bark, and just the, fart. just the very beginning of uh, Sabodi. Sabodi. I thought you read past that part. I have, but if I talk about all that I've read, we will go past the time that we have today. Okay, that sounds that sounds about. And I think right. I think it'll do better so that I can talk about more next time. Okay, but Ennis Lobby. Do you remember where we left off when we were talking about Ennis Lobby? Didn't we figure out? I don't know. Let's go. Let's just recap the, the post part. So Luffy's, you know, got, gets back. So CP, Cypher 9, Robin's working with the government. It was the shipbuilders the whole time. Yeah, get, get, to the for, get to the end. Get to the end. Get to the end. Polly. Then they get a train. They catch it. They get a train called something Tom. Puffing Tom. Puffing Tom. They get yeah. on it. They puff, fight puff. Sanji, Sniper Gang, 
Frankie. They go to the uh, Ennis lobby. They fuck shit up. He fights a Jaguar man. He almost loses. Usopp's like, dude, fight. Come on, let's do it. Um, Usopp. Ulap eventually rejoins the crew, even though Zoro's like, we shouldn't let him join unless he... Def- hey, he has a point. He had a point. He had a point. I'm Zoro. with Zoro on that. Z- the first things out of Usopp's mouth should have been an apology. He didn't, but they accepted him back in. Yeah, that's why you remember he, when he broke Lu- down crying, and I almost broke down crying. Remember when Chopper was all like, Luffy, you hear Usopp? Or like, yeah. Zoro, you hear, you hear Usopp? And they're like, nope, don't hear anything, because he's oh, like... Frankie builds them the A Thousand Sunny. Yeah. Yeah, is it A Thousand Sunny? Yeah, that's a thousand, what it's called? Yeah, a Thousand um, of them. That's, it's, it's such a cool ship. And also, he refuses to join the crew until Robin uh, grabs his testicles and squeezes them. That's a good. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't remember that bit. That's the thing that happened, Oda. <laughs> okay, um, it was, that wasn't the that wasn't the sailing. The the, the <laughs> that's how he got. That nope, wasn't that's the sailor, what it was. Man. That's what it was. She crushed his testicles, and he was that like, wasn't, "All right, I'll that join." That wasn't the main reason why he joined mm-hmm. the crew. Though. Nope. She crushed his testicles, and he was like, "I got to concede. I'll I'll be your shipwright." He wants to sail his ship to the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. He wants to build a ship that he can sail to the end of the world. He thinks it's the 1,000 Sunny, and he needs to be on the voyage to Luffy be able to Luffy got so mad when dream. Robin did that. Like, what are you doing? You're taking away his manhood. I want him, I to, want be him a- to be a man when he joins the crew still. Yeah, Luffy's great. Um, Luffy unlocks gear, two and three. Two and three, yeah. Two and three? Yeah, that's all. Um, where he basically uses the the set like the six style or the seven style, whatever the... C- the six powers. Yeah, the cypher nine. Them, yeah. Is that just hockey? It's a martial art. Okay. Okay. Because I've been introduced to hockey, mm-hmm. which we'll get into later. That's so this probably is not just, today. Yeah. This is just um, um, a martial art, I guess. Okay. And he does it by pumping his blood real good through his body. It's about thinning out his blood he, like He pumps it with his rubber veins. Like He yeah. like, pumps it like a steam engine, and it creates steam, and it, it like, may, yeah. makes, it makes him, him go feast. Or... Yeah. And, then he, and the other one, he blows his bones up like balloons to make mm-hmm. his arms yeah. real big. Yeah. If Which you, one's your favorite? The balloon one. <laughs> we know it's the balloon one. It, the big bone one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, there's a fun fight where uh, Sanji and... Uh, no, not Sanji. Usopp and Zoro fight a giraffe and a wolf. Mm-hmm. They fight a giraffe. That's pretty fun. The giraffe is a part of CP9. That is true. Um, but yeah, I, that's Ennis Lobby, pretty much. They get Robin back. They Robin admits that she wants to live. Frankie joins the crew. They get the Thousand Sunny. They keep sailing. They get Usopp the, comes back. The, the Usopp comes back, which is very emotional. Uh, we found out about Luffy's backstory. I mean, well, more we, of his yeah, and then Yeah, and then we meet Garp. We meet his grandpa. His grandpa. Dude, he reveals his dad. Who was going to tell me that Ace was Gold D. Rogers' son? Who? What? Who was going to tell me that? Who told you that? The books. I'm that far ahead. That's where I'm at. Oh, that's where you're at? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at that part now. Okay. In I'm, in Par- I'm in Paramount War, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so well, I know well, that. Well, skipping a little ahead right now. How nope. do you feel about that? Nope. So but, anyways, we meet oh, Garp. Oh, you can't just drop Garp's that on like, me. Garp's like, no, nah, you shouldn't have been a pirate. You should have been a Navy Marine. I wanted that for you and Ace. And then Luffy's like, okay, well, fuck off, Grandpa. Oh, and our boy Helmetpo makes a comeback. Not Kobe. Our, our boy Helmet. Kobe no. gets enough attention. <laughs> they remember who he is. I'm I'm looking out for the guy who is not feeling included in that moment. And that's my boy Helmetpo, Axe Hand Morgan's son. He needs representation <laughs> in the fan for, base. Looking out I'm gonna, for the boy. Looking out for the boy <laughs> Helmetpo. Okay, you know what? You're right. I he agree to this. It. This is going to be probably the first thing we ever agree about is it? <laughs> He deserves it. Deserves attention. He's a pretty cool swordsman, too. Kind of. And then Kobe comes in. What's Kobe even doing? He's shading. He's doing the six He's pretty much a tiny garp. Who cares? 
Who cares? All right, that's fair. Helmet he's still a nerd. <laughs> he is still a nerd. He's Helmet like, even cool. though we're enemies, we're still friends, right? No. And, <laughs> and Luffy's like, yeah, I'll hide your kid if you ever need to. Remember that? Remember when Garp and Goldie did that? So anyways, next Wait, they're on you, the haunted seas. Why do you keep doing this? Um, and <laughs> and they, meet, they meet a ghost war. ship with a skeleton on it. That's a good ship. I love Thriller Bark as a location. Thriller Bark the is biggest, so much fun. The biggest ship apparently in the, war, in the, the only thing, world. My only, the only downside to Thriller Bark is I didn't read it while it was October. Yeah. Which means I will probably ask you to borrow it when it's October so I can reread mm. Thriller oh, Bark. That's cool. The first arc you'd ever reread. That's cool. Yeah, probably. That's an arc. This is that is an arc that I do like going back to. That's fun. I like it because they meet Brooke and Luffy's immediately like, "You want to join my crew?" And everyone's like, "Stop inviting people to join the crew. <laughs> Stop doing that." He keeps doing it too. He's like, "But he's a skeleton who plays music." Dude, and they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, but we don't want." Oh my god! About when, he, when he but when Brooke busts out the violin, he, Luffy's like, "You have to join my crew." Yeah. What is this? What are we talking about? <laughs> he's <laughs> like, he's like, oh, I can't believe my eyes, but I don't have eyes because I'm a skeleton. And then Luffy's like, ha, 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 ha. And Zoro and Sanji are like, please stop doing that. Luffy work. loves this guy. Please stop fucking making that joke. He's great. And then he doesn't have a shadow. Oh, yeah, find it. Yeah, he gotta go find, they gotta go find the shadow. Luffy's like, let's go find that guy's shadow so he can join my crew. I like how that's the only reason for this entire and plot of the arc. And Thriller Bark, which turns out to be a giant theme park-sized ship. It's a whole island. It's a whole that- island. It's an island-sized theme park. Yeah, it's a it's a ship. island that's been converted into a ship, basically. That's Gekko, a, it's because Gecko Mario big. Oh, I love Gecko Mario. So that's big. my that's my favorite actually. Don't uh, say Warlord. That. Don't yep, say that. he's There's my favorite so Warlord. I know there There's are, but so he, many better options. Aesthetically, aesthetically, and like personality wise, he is my favorite. Like just his look, his freaking his his um his powers are pretty unique. Uh, he has a big ass snake head with no chin. Um, he's, that's a, that's a reason. For I him. think he's the tall. I like Kuma. I think he's the tallest confirmed I like Kuma um, human. They just have a bunch of robots. He, Kuma's the Jango Fed of the emperors. They made a clone <gasps> army of him, dude. Oh my god! Think of it that way. Stop bringing up Star Wars. Other arcs that you we're not going to talk about today. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. Um, anyways, so <laughs> this is when Frankie like reveals that like the Thousand Sunny has a bunch of dope ass fucking docks that it can use, and <gasps> it uses a paddle boat that is the uh, the rowing Mary. <gasps> Because it's a little, well, yeah, little like, robo. Instead of going Mary, it's a little wrong, Mary. Yeah, I fucking love that. And then... Um, wholesome. Very wholesome. The three who are, like, refusing to go to shore because they're so scared of where they're at get is it, in that boat and fucking it, wash ashore because they're idiots. Isn't it funny? The three weakest, scaredy-caddest members of the Straw Hats it's end up Nami, being... It's sh- Nami, um, Chopper, Chopper, and, and Usopp. Usopp. They get, they they're get, like, let's get in the Mary. And they're going on a thing, and they hit a wall, and they fall into... They, yeah, they, they get attacked by the Cerberus, too. They didn't want to... They didn't expect going close to the island. And they didn't want to go to the coast. Because Brooke was like, like, don't get on the shore. Don't whatever you do, don't dock in the shore. <sighs> yeah. And then Luffy's all like, Well, I guess we have I guess to we get had, on. like he told me not to. So it's funny, like during the beginning of Thriller Bark, where like we see through the eyes of Nami, Chopper, and Usopp, seeing how they go through the island. How they get, scary and dangerous yeah, they it all is. They get chased by a Cerberus monster. They get chased by zombies and other weird creatures and yeah. dealing with weird doctors. Yeah. Then we step back a little bit and see Luffy and Well, the, yeah, they eventually crew. go look for them. Yeah. And it's Luffy, Zoro, well, they Robin, go, They and go through the same route they as just, the other three, and they, they just, just bomb. They just beat the shit out of it. Luffy un- tames the Cerberus. 
they, they fight all the zombies. They fight all the zombies. A zombie pops out, and Luffy pops his head back into the ground. <laughs> that's the that's the only it's, way to fix that's the. So iconic. He just fucking is like, nope, don't come out. <laughs> and then they come out, and then like they beat him up, and then the zombies like, holy shit, you guys are actually really strong. We're so sorry for attacking you. And they're like, ah, oh, no problem. We get this all the time. Hey, did you see happen to see our friends? Uh, hopefully, you weren't mean to them like you were mean to us. And they were like, yeah, we tortured, like, we tried to kill him. And then he was like, what? And he was like, they were like, why did you say that? And then they get beat up again. <laughs> Because Luffy's like, how dare you attack my friends? Um, I love, that's good. I love, I love but that. meanwhile, Usopp, uh, Robin, no, Nico, no, that's Nico. Yeah, Nico and Robin. Nico and Robin. No, Nami and uh, Chopper are at the mansion of Doctor Hogback. What's his name? Doctor Hogback. Yep. Doctor Hogback, who wash, just happens wash, to wash, look wash. like a that's vampire. He's not a vampire, but he just looks he, like he's one. He's a creepy looking doctor. Yeah, I hate him. He's stupid. He's the reason the zombies exist. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's helping the gecko put shadows into zombies that gecko can then control because he controls the shadows that inhabit the zombie. And yeah. like the, the the zombie is a fighter usually, and the stronger the body of the dead and the stronger the shadow, the stronger the zombie you get. Mm-hmm. So like he steals Brook's uh, shadow and puts it in a samurai, a Wano, a legendary because Wano Brooke samurai. Sam- Brook is a swordsman. Brook is a swordsman, and the samurai carcass is strong, so therefore he makes a strong zombie. Who is even stronger than Brooke? Because the, <gasps> yeah, the Wano guy is better than Brooke, and therefore the shadow adding did to you his just body. Say Wano, You're, I hope we get to go there soon. I, dude, they've mentioned it a few times. Mm, Wano, that's a weird place. Wano hardly go there. No. Oh. What happens next? So next, uh, no. So then, uh, it, it's just a fun, like, little spooky romp, and I like it. And eventually, Zoro and Sanji and Luffy all get their shadows stolen. Robin too. Um, does Robin Robin get her yeah, shadow stolen? Yeah. Oh, okay. Frankie doesn't. No, just those. Four. I like when I like when Frankie and Robin fight the spider monkey. Oh, the spider monkey! That fight. was cool. That was a cool fight. I like when Usopp fights the Queen of Ghosts because there's a Queen of Ghosts. Princess Ghost. Princess. I like when Sanji fights the Invisible Guy because he's like, "You stole my dream. You stole my dream of being invisible. I was gonna eat that fruit, but now you ate that fruit, and that's the only fruit of that fruit." And what a fucking pervert! Yeah. <laughs> Sanji cancel him. <laughs> cancel Sanji. Cancel him. It's okay when he's acting like a simp and he's like being an overly. When he's like, "I want to be invisible so I can watch Nami shower." I want to watch like, people Ugh. naked and go into their bed. Ba- Sanji, Sanji, please. Sanji. Sanji. Be like Brooke and ask to have their underwear. Yeah, be like Brooke and ask. Yeah, be like, hey, excuse me, pretty lady, can I see your underwear? Uh, I like how Let we see have, your panties. I like the two. Well, we actually have three perverts now He's in the a, crew. We got yeah. Frankie, Sanji, and Brooke, and they're all three different type of, types of perverts. Frankie's a more respectable pervert. Frankie's more of an exhibitionist. He he's, likes yeah, showing off his body. Yeah, he's more of like a, he's a show off. He's not a, yeah, and if people call him a hentai, people. he's all like, you call me a pervert? Well, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you. Then Brooke's more of a gentleman. He's like, God. may I see your panties? May you sit on my face and fart on my nose, madam? He, that's I don't think he says that at <laughs> he all. Said he that, says yeah. no. He just no. He, <laughs> he doesn't say it. that. He doesn't say that. Take that back. <laughs> Brooke said it. How dare you? I didn't write this, dude. Yeah, you did. Uh, this is a fan fiction I found at your house in eighth grade. Take that back. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but no. Uh, Sanji gets turned into like a dog penguin because they don't think he's very strong. Yeah, his shadow got put into a dog. But then penguin. he still won't kick Nami. That was cool. I like that. I like how Luffy gets put into a legendary uh, pirate named Oars. Giant, a giant Oars. And he's like, "Why are my arms stretching?" <laughs> and then they go wake him up, and the fucking gang does the thing. The coolest thing about Thriller Bark though is that fight against Oars and the rest of the gang. Yeah, all Luffy of them working is together. Gecko. 
And they're like, we just have to last until Luffy beats Gecko. That's a good fight, dude. Yeah. I like that fight. And we all work together to knock him on his ass twice. It's so fucking... Ah. Uh, bump, bump, bump. Bump, no, that's bump, enough. bump. I don't know if uh, we're allowed to do that. Are we allowed? Oh, I don't know the rules. Can we... Can we uh... Oh, never mind. Who knows? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and then eventually Thriller Bark ends with... Uh, oh, okay. oh, so... Oh, oh, yeah, oh, because Luffy the... loses. And then they like... They didn't lose. Well, he has to get a hundred shadows stuffed inside of him and he becomes monster Oh yeah, he Luffy. did lose that one time. There is yeah. that fight whenever Luffy fights someone in an arc that he kind of loses the first time. Yeah, he has to come back and fight him again. Yeah, this time knowing... Knowing their abilities. Yeah. He's a fighting genius. Yes, technically. Remember when he ha- stuffed that afro, that that thing in his afro? The... Yeah, he's a fighting genius. The glass remember when he start? Remember when he made himself bleed to be able to punch Crocodile? Oh my lord, that's so because smart. Because he, he was like, okay, you're going to take my water away while well, I'm just going to make myself bleed and that's going to make you wet either way, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you wet, Croc. I'm going to make you wet, Crocodile. And you too, Robin. So yeah, he fights. So he has shadow stuffed into him. So a hundred shadows. Yes, and each shadow gives him a fight more power from the fighting ability of the guy. But he, he only gets three, he gets three minutes. He does learn how to use his sword. He also becomes like a big blue hulk. So, do you? How do you feel about uh, Shadow Luffy? I like Shadow Luffy. Who do you think would win in a fight, Shadow uh, Luffy or Water Luffy? Who's Water Luffy? You remember during the uh, the final crocodile fight where he just guzzled all his water down? Shadow Luffy. <laughs> so he's Easy. like this. No, so Shadow Water Luffy. Luffy's like this big. I remember that now, Shadow Luffy. Come on. <laughs> no, Shadow Luffy. How about Brain Dead Luffy when Which he one? fought an L? He had to like blank out his mind because he. So yeah, so he could yeah, yeah, and he was like, yeah, that's a good one. That's <laughs> okay. Who would win a fight? Shadow Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not right. a, this isn't a hard conversation. It's Shadow Luffy. <laughs> Eric, would you like to read um, the first modern Moon Knight? Like the first modern, like the two thousand four. Dude, we were run having a good time Knight? talking about One Piece, and then. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll take. It. It's pretty good. I still want to read the book that you gave me. No, no, don't read that one. Read this one. No, first. this is the Midnight School Place, Midnight Patrol, no. Midnight Mission. No, that's not this one. Well, you don't like that one? No, it's just not that one. All right. Well, okay, okay, I'll, 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 I'll take that. I'll take that book. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, and we also learned that Brooke knew Laboon. Laboonie. Laboon. The pirates that Laboon yeah. is waiting. Was that for. a big reveal for you? How was that? It touched. It touched me deeply. It made me. It made me tear up. With it made me tear up the way the Guardians of the Galaxy movies make me tear up. Which is wow. These guys are such good friends. I wish I had friends this good. Yeah. If only. If only I had friends. I don't know <laughs> any friends like that that you have who act like that. I mean, except maybe someone in this room. But yeah. The creature did sneak in here, didn't he? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, oh, what about the um, okay post Thriller Bark where after he defeats Moria and then Kuma, Kuma sends in and says then he gets orders from the Navy to take out Luffy because no, he defeated Moria. No, you're talking Moria. about Sabote. No, it was Kuma. Yeah, yeah, but you're talking about uh, Sabote now. No, 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 it was the end of Thriller Bark. You remember? Oh, when everyone's beat up and Luffy's knocked out and, and Kuma Zoro, shows up and, and, Zoro, and, yeah, and Zoro's like, "Hey, man, you're not going to touch my captain, dude." And then Kuma's like, all right, well, if you can take on the pain that Luffy suffered during that Gekamoria fight. What a great character. Then I'll spare all of you. And then Zoro takes it all. And then Sanji's like, what happened? And then Zoro's like, nothing nothing happened. happened. And then those two zombie dudes were like, we saw everything. Let's go talk. And Sanji (laughs) was like, no. Nothing happened. The Risky Brothers, that's us. <laughs> yeah. They, they knew what happened. <laughs> Those are our boys. Let's go spill everything. Uh, and, then, and then Zoro's just training from that point on. And when you when you see him in the background, he's always training. Can you believe Zoro? Um, and when he when fights, he's like, I'm still not strong enough. 
when he first got when he first joined the crew, he told Luffy that if you ever get in the way of me becoming the world's greatest swordsman, I will kill you. Mm-hmm. But now look at him now, t- telling Kuma that Luffy's going to be king of the pirates. It's because he l- cannot die. Take me instead. It's because he has so much, much respect like, for Luffy. So much like I think um, one of the three warlord or one of the three admirals or perhaps maybe even Whitebeard during the Paramount War mentioned about <laughs> Luffy, where he says he has the quality that people want to help him achieve his goals. <sighs> so like that's Luffy for everyone. Like Zoro wants Luffy to achieve his goals too. And Luffy wants him to achieve exactly. his goals. Luffy, what a Luffy, great that's, that's Luffy's true power. Romance, as mentioned in the Paramount War, which we're not going to talk about today. But remember in the Paramount War when <laughs> we don't have to talk about it. We can talk about the Paramount War if you want. We didn't even talk about Sabaudi. We didn't talk about Amazon Lily. We didn't talk about Impel Down. You're right. You're right. So I'm not talking about Sabaudi or Paramount uh, War or any of that today because we've talked about One Piece enough. What I will talk about with you is a spoiler review, spoiler free <laughs> review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Oh man, they keep getting better, dude. The Guardians movies. Oh, this movie so good, amazing. Who's your favorite Guardian in this movie? Oh my god, Adam Warlock. Yes, <laughs> minor spoiler, but yeah, Adam Warlock oh, is great. Well, Don't be rash. Oh, I'm sorry. So good, dude. I thought it was assumed because he is. No, he's so good. No, but well, I mean, like he. He's presented in the movie initially as a as a as a antagonist, a hunter, as an antagonist yeah. to the group, and then eventually he joins the group. So, yeah, this is a very Rocket Raccoon heavy movie. Ah, but Rocket is the most interesting oh, my, character yeah, of the group in this continuity. They 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 give they tell his backstory so well. Like, hold on, like, hear me out. These are the these are the comic origins of the characters in the movies, right? So, like, Star Lord in the comics, he's actually the son of an alien named. Uh, Jason, it's like Jason, but he's like king of the Spartax Empire, which is he's a king of a whole planet. He's the prince of a so whole. So is planet. he human? He's part human, part Spartax. Not ego. Not ego. Okay, but he's he's the he's the royal heir to an entire species of like like a planet. Okay. Um, Drax is a jazz musician, human who was traveling cross country with his family, who saw Thanos land on Earth one time while Thanos was just taking a peek, and Thanos didn't want anybody knowing he was on Earth, so he blew up their car. But while their souls were leaving their bodies, Thanos's dad plucked Drax's. His name was Douglas Arthur. Plucked Douglas Arthur's soul and put it into Drax's the Destroyer's like body, which was oh, like this what? like ultimate killing machine Jeez. body that you couldn't kill. This unkillable body. So Drax that created wasn't with a the, race. Yeah, no, he was a created be. He was like a. He was a, like a humunculi who he put a human soul into. So his own unique race. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and he was designed to be unkillable and with one task, which was to destroy Thanos. Um... Whoa! Gamora was Thanos' daughter, which is is that canon? Yeah, pretty. She's like the she's like the the daughter of the dealer of death or whatever. Like she's scary. She's like a warlord. Like she was a big villain. Is 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 she the um, actual daughter? Like blood daughter of Thanos? Also, Star Lord committed uh, genocide. Man, why are you always trying to say characters that I like does war crimes or genocides? You did he did a genocide. (laughs) Just kidding. Star Lord is not my favorite. Uh, Groot is the is uh, a royal like planet X. I, like his his species, he's like royalty too. He's like supposed to take over being that. And sometimes he like he goes berserk because he gets on his home world and he goes crazy because yeah, it's like is, a hive mind. He is Groot. And then Rocket is the story that we saw in the theater. And, and, and yeah, watch the movie to see his story. Guys. That thing is sad. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. It's this 
villain. There's a really good villain in that movie too, the High Evolutionary. I mean, he's no um, ultra human knight or anything, but he's he's a really good villain though. He's no dark side. He's no dark side. Nah, can't compare dark side. And he's he's. He's the high evolutionary was fucking dope, though. He was scary. Yes, I like a weird. But he didn't feel overpowered. He just felt uns- like he felt like an unstable madman. Yeah, it was cool. Mad scientist. Yeah, it was much. really cool. It was he, really cool to see them go up against them. He's always this. Is the whole point of this uh, high evolutionary is to create the perfect perfect being, society, perfect society, and yeah. the perfect race, the utopia. So he wants to create a utopia. So he's always like experimenting with creatures and shit, man. It's very, very uh, dark and. Scary. Fun fact, in the comics, he gave Wanda and Pietor, or Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, their powers. Oh, they're not mutants? They're not mutants. He gave them their wow. powers. Yeah. Wow. Next thing you're going to tell me is that Magneto is not their dad. Eric, are you sitting down? <laughs> I know this. This is com- I know I know this is coming. Just tell me. Magneto's not their dad. I... They're not even mutants, dude. What is going on here? Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. <sighs> All right. Everything I knew about Marvel is a lie. You want to read some X-Men? What would you recommend? What would you recommend me or the viewers here at X-Men Comics? I think we should both just start reading the Chris, the Chris Claremont stuff like from Chris the beginning. What's yeah. that? Uh, Uncanny X-Men, 1976. Okay. Yeah. That's when they blew up, I guess, or so that a popular series? Yeah, that's like 10 years into X-Men being a thing, I think, Okay, maybe, and like... It was a new writer and um, artist who took Stan, it over. Stan it was the, so the, the composition of the first team was Wolverine, Cyclops, Storm, Colossus, Nightcrawler. Um, was this the initial? Yeah, this was the this was their first time. Like, is Rogue in it? I think Rogue. If, if Rogue is in it. Rogue is in it <sighs> in the Claremont run. I just don't know when she. Comes Only through. reason why I watched the X Men cartoon. Really. All right, they're all pretty cool. <laughs> they're all neat. I like Rogue. I like the I like Rogue because a little known fact about Rogue is that she can't fly and has super strength normally. It's that she got in a fight with Miss Marvel one time, <gasps> Carol Danvers, and she held on to her so long that she almost permanently absorbed her powers and psyche. So that's yeah. why she can fly and punch in the cartoon because it's that era of Rogue where she was able to do all that stuff. Does that mean she is that's going to run out soon? Eventually, yeah, it, does, it, does, out? it does eventually okay. stop happening, and she has to deal with the fact that she's no longer just constantly super strong and can. Flop. What about Morph? Morph, I don't think he's in it. Oh. He might be in it. I don't know. The Morlocks are in it. I don't care. I want Morph. Well, we can't always I get what we wa- want. I took, a, I took a long break of not watching X-Men after after that scene. That's where, fair. Where he dies in the first episode. Dude, spoilers. <laughs> Morph. Uh, Morph. It's funny because he dives for he dives to save Wolverine and like... <laughs> Wolverine is a healing factor. No, see, that was that was nah, a sentinel blast. It's a different feeling. Oh, dude, this one's for you, Morph. This, this one, Morph was Morph wanted it. Morph, Morph, much like Scott Free, <laughs> <laughs> after getting bullied by Mistavac. Oh my God! Please read. Does Mistavac come back? Who does Mistavac come back? No. Oh, you know who does come back? The lump. You know who does come back? Who? Ted Brown. <sighs> You know, you know exactly what I'm looking for. I cannot <laughs> the, wait. The son of the original Mr. Miracle makes an appearance. I cannot wait to read this. So I think I'm gonna go read this. So is this? Are we gonna end the episode now? Then, so you can finally read that book. Also, I'm a little hungry. So thank you guys so much for stopping by on another episode of the Book Club from Planet Zero. Ooh. ooh. Okay. Yeah, that little sound effect. We should get like a soundboard, probably. Oh, you think we can invest in one? Maybe. Yeah, please support us so we can invest in in soundboards and and Patreon any day now. Better mic. Um, Also, 
follow us. Follow me on Instagram at Christian Rice Comedy. Yes. Um, follow Eric if you can find him. Best of luck. He's elusive. <laughs> Don't follow me, please. <laughs> if, you can, if you can find him and you can send pictures into the studio, we will reward you with. <laughs> Don't do that. You'll be able to. You'll be invited God onto the it. cast. I'm gonna see myself walking like Bigfoot <laughs> across the the so gonna get a cryptic shot of you. <laughs> it's all fuzzy, but you can tell it's me because of, of my weird spaceship suit. Uh, and go ahead and give us a rating. Like it with uh, like, comment, share, rate. However you do Send it. Send a smoke signal in the sky. We'll see it. <laughs> I, I can't guarantee that. <laughs> okay, no, don't do that. Don't play, don't play with fire. People. We'll see. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.